the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. And Toolmark, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Yes, it's been a great show. Thoroughly enjoyed Sports Day WA and the excitement and the intrigue continues. We're about to speak to a gentleman who follows in the footsteps of Dennis Lilly, Bruce Reed, and current assistant coach at the Wacker in Bo Casson because Joel Paris joined that trio of great WA bowlers in snaring 10-wicket haul in a Shield game at the Adelaide Oval. And Joel joins us on the program now. Joel, thanks for your time. No stress, Peter. Pretty good, com- pretty good company. Did Bo Casson tell you about that achievement? No, he didn't. He's, uh, he's one of the most humble blokes, Cass. So he's, uh, I actually had heard from someone that um, Cass was amongst the other few uh, who had, yeah, taken taken a few at Adelaide Oval. So I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm wrapped to be uh, include, included in that group. I did I did message him afterwards, and uh, yeah, he didn't he didn't have much for me. So that's but that's Cassie's um, invested in everyone else. An amazing 200 run belting of South Australia. It looked anything but after both sides had their first turn at bat. It was a pretty even shield match, wasn't it? Yeah, for sure. Um, we we certainly spoke on the on the night of day two that the game was very evenly poised and, and we were actually bloody excited um, about the challenge. You know, I feel like something that we've done really well over the last two or three years is every time we have been challenged or been in parts of the game where um, you know, it can fall on either side of the fence, we've sort of run towards that and, and tried to, yeah, I guess, improve as a team and individually. And, and yeah, night of day two was, was one of those moments and we were, we were pretty pumped to come out on, on day three and, um, yeah, stamp another, stamp another um, great day of, of Shield cricket and um, set us up for yeah what what was going to be a pretty good win in the end. It's interesting, Adam Voges, the coach, after he took five for thirty nine and demolished South Australia in their second innings, getting six for seventy four in the first. Said and I quote: "He's been the leader of our attack for a number of years now, and he showed why over the last four days. Uh, if it wasn't for injury, which has curtailed your career." in recent seasons. Who knows where you may have been, Joel, but you must be really wrapped to be back bowling fast and feeling fit. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, obviously I faced, yeah, some, some adversity and um, some challenges throughout my career with injury. And, um, you know, it's something that I've, I've been really proud of myself that every time that I've come up against some time away from the game, um, you know, I've, got my head down and um, tried to yeah get my body back in a position where it can withstand the rigours of yeah first class cricket and um, I think yeah my perspective on cricket now is is probably a lot different to what it was in my early early twenties and um, every game that I play now I'm I'm very fortunate and feel very lucky to be able to do that to represent WA and um, yeah I do do feel as though I'm um, you know, a leader of a leader of our attack, and I certainly make sure, or try to make sure, that every time I step out in the field and have the ball in my hand, that I lead um, in a way that is um, represents our values in our team. And uh, yeah, I was just super, super happy to be able to contribute um, over in Adelaide. 
Well, you've come a long way after getting your initial rookie contract with the West Australian Cricket Association back in the summer of 2011-2012. I had a look at your figures, actually, Joel, and they're quite mind-blowing when it comes to first-class wickets. You've played 37 first-class matches. You've taken 146 wickets and an average of 20.6. And someone said to me in the office... That's almost like Glenn McGrath-type figures. They are astonishing figures uh, when you look at uh, those. You must be wrapped when you look at that. Yeah, I guess, um, yeah, it's something that, you know, at the end of my career, which I hope is not for a few more years yet, um, I'll be able to, yeah, look back and you know, be re- really proud of, of how I've gone about my cricket. I've always, yeah, pride myself on of um, economy rate and... Um, being able to build a pressure from from whatever end I'm bowling, and I've certainly found that in the last few years with our group that we speak about that a lot of, of being able to bowl for the other person at the other end, and a lot of the success that we've had from a bowling perspective and our ability to take wickets have, have come from you know being able to build pressure from both ends, and we're very much a group who enjoys watching each other um, succeed and do really well, and. Um, yeah, I guess, yeah, I'm just very, very fortunate to be a part of that group at the moment. And, um, you know, we're certainly having a tremendous amount of fun playing cricket and, um, you know, representing WA and, yeah, obviously winning's a lot, lot better than losing. So um, we are enjoying our cricket for sure at the moment. We'll come back to the WA squad in just a moment, but you've been also a club cricket part of Claremont Netherlands who have had so much success in recent seasons, particularly in the short form of the game, being involved, even though you don't play a lot down there, but when you do, being involved like a club like that, does that help? Uh, 100%. I think, you know, you're a product of your environment. Um, and for a number of years there, Claremont was was by far, um, you know, one of the more dominant sides and, um, you know, just reeling names off, you know, Matt Kelly, Tim David, Will Bazisto, Stevie Eskenazi, Cameron Steele, Liam Haskett, um, you know, Jim Allenby to a certain extent. I know he played first class for a number of years over in England, but he was a big part of big part of that as well. Um, you know, there's a number of guys who Nick Hobson who have gone on to represent WA and I think, yeah, being able to learn about winning and at an early age and at a club level has certainly you know, helped coming into a WA environment where when I first came on board, we were were struggling for success. And um, there's a group of us now who have have been at the WACA for, you know, 10 plus years and we've all come through that, um, you know, time together. And, you know, we're very lucky. It's a very unique situation where we've got so many guys who have stuck together for, for so long. And as I said before, we're, you know, we're, having so much fun playing our cricket at the moment and, and each of us feel, feel very lucky that we're we're able to do that. It's a phenomenal squad, there's no question. You're 30 years of age, you turned 31 before this year's out, being a, a December-born person. So you've still got plenty in you as long as you can keep the body uh, fit and going as we have seen in recent times. They're not coming to get you, are they? No, I don't think so, mate. They're, uh, they're flying, flying along somewhere else. Pretty stuck at the moment. Yeah. All right. You mentioned Liam Haskett in that last uh, chat regarding some of the players that have emanated from the Claremont Netherlands Football Club. He's at the other end of the scale. He's just burst onto the first-class scene for WA. What do you see in him? Oh, I see, I see a tremendous amount. Um, I was, yeah, I was very lucky to present Liam with his first-class cap, baggy black. 
um, a few weeks ago. Adam asked if I would if I would do it, and I was was hoping that Adam would ask me to do it. Um, and yeah, look, I, I said in the presentation that um, he's exactly how a left arm quick should look. He's uh, 110 kilos, six foot five, incredibly young and athletic. So pretty much everything that I'm not, to be honest. Um, but yeah, he's he's got so much talent and ability. I think I've, I've said a number of times about Lamb, but his ability to learn and want to get better, his work ethic is um, you know is amazing for someone so young. His maturity, and I think you know one thing that I think Liam has shown over the last three or four weeks, but in our group internally over the last six months is is how quick he's come along. Um, and there's no there's no doubt that. The main reason for that is, um, you know, his work ethic and his, his want to learn and get better, and um, you know the the um, the amount of work that he's been able to do and the role that he's played for us in the last three or four weeks has been outstanding. So for someone so young to be able to come in and, and influence the way he has, um, I think each game that he's played, he's got better and better, and um, no doubt he, he's got a big future in first class mm. for you for sure. We've got a Shield game coming up on Monday at the SCG against New South Wales. Uh, The wickets normally at the SCG a bit trying for pace bowlers. What do you expect? Yeah, we we spoke briefly today about it as a group, and we're not really sure. There hasn't been a lot of cricket or sport played on it for a while. Uh, I know last year when when the boys played there, they just had the, I think it was the, the Women's T20 World Cup, um, before it, so the wicket was very dry, or the square was very dry, and it, you know there was cracks all the way through it, and it turned a fair bit and went up and down for the quick. So, um, you know, we'll prepare for for anything. We'll, um, you know, have a look at the wicket obviously the day before and on the morning of, and and see see how it looks. But at this stage, yeah, we're prepared for anything, and um, like we have done, we'd try and focus more on on us as a group internally and. And what uh, helps us play our best cricket, and and then hopefully that holds us in good stead with the result. Mm, good on you, Joel. Continued success. Uh, outstanding figures, not only at the Adelaide Oval, but certainly in first class cricket so far. As I mentioned a bit earlier. Thanks for your time, and good luck in the next uh, appointment with the New South Wales side at the SCG on Monday. Pleasure, Peter. Any time, mate. Joel Paris, uh, the West Australian fast bowler who's just absolutely flying at the moment. And as Adam Vosius said, he's, uh, he's a leader when it comes to the bowling department for WA cricket. Uh, great to see him doing so well. Just before I go, letting you know that you can join the Red Army this NBL season by becoming a Perth Wildcats member today. Just have a look at all the details at the Perth Wildcats website. That is online. And the Leg Up is Australia's fastest-growing tipping service. Tomorrow, we're looking at Ranwick, race seven, number eight, running bear. We think she's a terrific 50-to-one shot, according to the Leg Up. She closed hard to win a strong country race, two back, and then was well-supported last start when she didn't have any luck over the concluding stages. Completely excused that effort, and she's way over the odds. Looks a good each-way plus to the leg up. So get a leg up on the bookies with Australia's fast-growing tipping service, thelegup.com.au. And not forgetting that Beaumont Tiles is also giving away a trip for two to American football's biggest game. It's worth over $70,000. All you need to do is just shop in-store at Beaumont's before November 12. It's fast approaching that date, and you're in with a chance to win TNCs. Do apply. 
That's the program for today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Katrina Gorry and Joel Paris, my two uh, special guests. Thanks also to my executive producer, Jimmy Williams, for putting the show together, another fabulous show, and also to Paul Heath Heater for panelling the program and keeping it so nice and tight. I'll be back again tomorrow from around about 5 o'clock for another edition of Sports Day WA, all thanks to the Kia EV6 GT, the World Performance Car of the Year, and Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 45 years. Have a good night, everyone.